変身今And I just raked so many freaking leaves this last few weeks, and I'm just I'm just over it, bro. <laughs> yeah, I feel you there. Uh, I um in college, I got like a storage shed so that I would like have some place for my stuff because I was like living in different cities, like when I was in school and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I um <laughs> this is bad, um but hey um so I got a lock for my storage shed and. And like, uh, like when I got it, like some like list online said, make sure you get this kind of lock because then it can't just be cut by criminals or whatever. Hmm. And they have to sand it off. So um, <laughs> I kept like all my like not super essential stuff in there. And I um, I um, was away from school for like the better part of like a year. And I just was like, all right. Uh, and didn't pay my storage shed for like 18 months. <laughs> uh, How did that go? Well, they called me 18 months in and I was like, oh, yeah, like I'm like the they called my Google number, not my main number. So I was like, oh, yeah, like I'm like um, James's cousin, Jeff. He lives in Denmark now. If you want, I can come down or like have him pay you. I just went over there and like unlocked the lock because they like couldn't sand it off without like getting a sander and just like took all my stuff I could fit in the car and left like enough of it that they wouldn't know I was there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> nice did you plan that out or did it just kind of happen that way no i didn't plan to not pay for it just at a certain point just like some money got bad and i like had my essentials so it was like not worth it to worry about paying for it. and i just went back and got what i like actually wanted and like left like a bunch of stuff though like you're right like you have so much stuff that like you don't realize sometimes mm-hmm. but yeah that's uh one of my kid the scammer stories? yeah kept the scammer I'm not a scammer. <laughs> I didn't do a crime. <laughs> Technically. You got a bench warrant out for your arrest, man. Better watch be careful. No, oh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. You're a wanted man. No, I have a lot of weird stories that flirt with the law like that, but hey, it happens sometimes, you know. But no, um what are you even like doing with your time right now? Well, have you like had time to like watch anything or like 
read anything or like play anything or no, not really. Yeah, other than moving, um, I've been keeping up with the the current uh season of uh anime winter twenty twenty one, and it has legit been one of the best runs of anime in a long time, and just it just takes me back to those good old tsunami days. Like I put on Promise Neverland, <clears throat> Promise Neverland season two, then I go to <laughs> Beast World season two, then I help hop over to Doctor Stone season two. Uh, Attack on Titan final season. Um, what am I, what else am I watching? Jujutsu Kaisen, and it's just like I just treat those like certain like days, like a whole like day of just watching anime. It's kind of like a tsunami mm-hmm. run, and uh, I'm I'm loving everything that's out right now as far as those. And then, um, I just picked up. <laughs> it's been out for a while, and I've been putting it off, and I'm obsessed with this show. Uh, Cobra Kai. I'm not sure if you watch it yet. But it's, oh my God, it's so good. I don't know what is so good about it, but I, I'm loving every second of it. No, yeah. Like I was like, um, like a couple months ago, like, like that was like, what we're we talking about? Like, um, like how far in are you? Uh, I'm on season two, episode seven. Okay. Yeah. It's a good show, right? Like it it's shouldn't solid. be as good as it is. And I think I asked you about it before. And I said that I have to rewatch the Karate Kid to like get some of the, uh, like the Easter egg jokes and stuff like that. But they make it really, really digestible for people that haven't seen it and just wanted to dive in but uh i'm loving it so far but also like um it will make you think that those movies were better than they were <laughs> if you go back trust yeah me. yeah for sure just yeah but like it just it's wild like i remember seeing like jurassic world and thinking like man they've really milked the hell out of like, there's just nothing left for like nostalgia or like going back to that kind of stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. but like they managed to be like really smart about like how they like frame characters and stuff like 35 years later or whatever. Yeah. I just loved how they panned out to be like, not necessarily average Joes, but just like normal people, you know? And the mythos they created from like, like uh, Sensei Kears. (laughs) Like he yeah. was like this war veteran. He was homeless, and now he's just like found his opportunity to like to potentially take over Cobra Kai, and just it's just so wild. And I love the trope. Like they just keep playing like hardcore eighties music <laughs> in the background. Like that's so dope. No, yeah, and like um, that third season is probably its best season. Honestly, like it like really blew me away because like they like do some wild stuff to like set up their third season, and then. It's like almost like a different show at that point. Oh wow! In a very okay. cool way. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. What have you been watching? Uh, nothing really. But I've been listening to some like so I've listening to the um like the blowback podcast, which is incredible. It's super depressing, but it's incredible. What's the uh, what's the gist of it? <clears throat> so basically, it's like um a like real look at like the history of the events leading up to like um the wars in iraq and afghanistan and like how that happened and like following the people for like 50 or 60 years beforehand just being like hey here's like a record of all the evidence they knew they didn't have but said they did here's like this character like this person following them like from when they were like making like a bank in jordan and like leaving to like when they were like being given money by the cia to like make a militia and they got like two people in it kind of thing it's like a very sober look at like just man fuck shit we heard a lot of people yeah it's like um a 
big recommendation, but also it is just like depressing. How'd you come? How'd you discover it? I got it like recommended as like one of the best like political podcasts for like looking at something. It's very like specific. It's only like 10 episodes. It's like trying to tell like as much of the story or like a lot of the background. And it has like a lot of like comedy chops. Like they have like the actor who voices Bob from Bob's Burgers is like Saddam Hussein in one episode, like while they're like doing like a skit and it's like that kind of stuff. So it's very well done, just and very honest and like good. Like it's like almost like um the third season of Serial, how that wasn't about a case and that was much more about like the process of criminal justice, just like, oh, <laughs> things are fucked. Like here's like a honest accounting of what happened. And mm. like those two I'd say like blowback and um and like serial season three are like great for looking at like the real story of stuff. And I think there's a like a second season of blowback soon about like the United States and like Cuba like relationship and like the Cuban Missile Crisis. So it's interesting. Okay. I never heard of serial either, so I have to add those to my uh, checklist. Yes, yeah, sir. Like um, th- that third season of like serial. It's like the first season was like really popular because like some crime that was weird, and then like the third one, they're like, let's do like more civically responsible. Like here's how, here's how like Cleveland works basically, and it's so interesting. Mm-hmm. But I honestly had something that like. <laughs> almost made me forget everything that we watched and everything that happened. So <laughs> I came home from work <laughs> and my girlfriend Allie was there and she was like, um, watching some YouTube, like before bed. And, um, we'd both ordered food at work. It had some leftovers, like for the other person. And we were talking and I was like, yeah, like I like broke down and I ordered like some Japanese food, like, because I really wanted like um like this and that kind of stuff. And then like I was like also like I added something to my bucket list. I want to see the Harlem Globetrotters live. <laughs> what? Where'd that come from? It was just the kind of thing where I was like, it's one of those things like wanting to to like water ski or something. It's just like something that like you see as a kid and you're like, oh, that'll be cool to do, you know? Yeah, not like top five, but like it's it's, it's definitely on there. I got you. It's like making sure like you've seen the circus or like been to like an aquarium it's that kind of thing okay but then she just like deadpan says um like i'm the dumbest person in the world <laughs> you better do that before they all die wow and then i was like just like took a beat she took a beat then i said you realize that it's not just the dudes from scooby-doo it's like a team right <laughs> <laughs> yeah they rotate <laughs> Yeah, they rotate out. It's not like a bunch of like what's that movie where like Steph Curry was in like old kind of like old makeup or whatever, know what I mean? Like Uncle Shaq or whatever. I don't know. But, oh, you think about Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. Uncle Drew. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. And it's like it's not like that. It's not like a bunch of like <laughs> dudes in their seventies like clouding on people. Can you imagine that? <laughs> like honestly though, that would be great. Yeah, and they still like making crazy half court shots. That'd be wild. Yeah. And then I was like um, laughing at her and like talking. And then I was like, yeah. And like, I like really want to like, um, I brought up something about like the Washington generals. And I said like, yeah, they're like the team that always has to lose to the Harlem Globetrotters. And then she looked at me and and she said, what do you mean? And I was like, well, they always have to lose the Harlem Globetrotters. Then she was like, wait, 
She stopped what she was doing. She was like, they're not a real basketball team. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, like, I'm supposed to, like, wash my hands, like, come record this podcast. And then we're having this conversation about, like, not only are the Harlem Globetrotters not just the dudes that hung out with (laughs) Scooby-Doo, but they're not like a real team like she just thought they were like a really good minor league basketball team wow that's like finding out santa's not real you know <laughs> that was what it was like it was just like she kept asking like am i the only one who like didn't know about this <laughs> and then like i showed her like a video and she was like this is just like indie wrestler and i was like yeah it is that's what it is yeah she's probably into it now she's like oh shit scripted basketball Maybe, but it was just the kind of thing where, like, when I showed her, like, some dude named, like, Cheese, like, bouncing a ball across the court, like, for, like, his friend to, like, get it in. I was like, that's not how you play real basketball. You don't, like, bounce it (laughs) across the court. Oh, my God. That is, that's amazing. Great story. (laughs) Yeah, so that's where I'm at right now. Just, like, (laughs) I almost had to cancel the podcast, like, to deal with that situation. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, just, uh. That'd been a great uh, bonus pod, though. Like, have her on. Let's talk about that. <laughs> we were thinking... <laughs> just like the Harlem Globetrotters. Are they Toku? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're probably Toku. They, uh, choreography. I want to talk about them. Yeah, sure, why not? That's Toku. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. Well, no, uh, just... That's where I'm at. But, like, uh, what is completely separate from that is this week's episodes, which... Honestly, uh, we're good as hell, and I'm excited to start talking about them. Look at us now. <laughs> yeah, right? Never would have thought. Never. Let's take a break and come back to that. We are back. This week we looked at Cub Murder Saber, episode 25 and 26. Episode 25 is titled Clad in Smoke, The Crimson Assassin. Episode 26, Deep Darkness Within a Sword. So, oof. what were you feeling this week, James? Man, oh man, there's so much to digest these last two episodes. And I'm so ready to like pick this apart with you. But uh, my first impressions was, man, this is such a different show. And it's finally like just as dark as I like it, you know? Um, like we discussed last week, Thomas finally being challenged. Um, not to jump too far ahead, but we kind of guessed that, you know, uh, Kento reappear somehow. Um, I kind of knew he was going to be Saber <laughs> or Caliber whenever they, uh, started like teasing it, but I didn't take away from the, the shock factor of it, but I really enjoyed this last episode. What'd you think? No. Yeah. They were both really strong, like related to character, like a lot of the vagueness they had with like lore and character i like the way they've circled back around to like even like the medjid and it's been like oh wait um these are interesting characters now you know yes especially like you know factor them into the lure like they are we're talking about like the, the five that were there to like keep the world balanced pretty much and you know tassels there uh master logos and they're like three others and i'm like oh the midget that was, that was really cool i like that yeah and like that whole art too it's like oh is that 
that's definitely Tassel. Is that yeah. like Zuos? And, yeah, it was good art. I saw the green hair. And I'm like, oh, and anytime Tassel's in like the real world or doing stuff like outside of his little like cabin, it's just so like eerie for some reason. I don't know. It just, he has this aura around him. No, like they did a great job just like building Tassel up. Like, cause like he had some mystery and like, if you're like a dude that owns like a bookstore, that's not a character. If you're like a dude that like, loves cottages in like a magical world and you're like just saying weird stuff like that's enough for me to like get invested and that's like all they basically were doing with him is like here's his character watch him no shit <laughs> which works yeah after seeing him like spend so much time as being like this overseer character kind of like breaking the fourth wall and him actually going into the show itself is just really great writing yeah, like they were like really able to like circle back and be like, "Oh, we just make the lore interesting." <laughs> like, yeah, like I feel like they like pieced that together towards like trying to re- re- recalibrate. I don't know if that was always there, but it definitely worked. And I'm looking forward to seeing how the midget, you know, uh, you know, bounce back from you know their last loss. It's kind of like the whole um, Mad Men thing about like when they're like trying to pitch ads for cigarettes, and then like um, they're just like, well. No, uh, if you have nothing to advertise, you could advertise anything. And it's like, oh, if you have no story or characters, they could be anything. And like, it's actually like really cool and freeing that like halfway through the show, they basically got to define their villains and like their lore because they didn't really have a lot. Yeah. And we're, we discussed earlier, we don't really know how much COVID affected this show, but I'm glad to see they're back where they probably wanted to end up in the first place. I'm very interested too in like the seeing the future prophecy stuff going on. Like we get like a little bit in episode like 25 where like we see like Toma like going berserk and like all the other like riders are like on the ground dead and he's like attacking May and then like there's more later on. It's just like very well done. Like this form seems more traumatizing than last year. Like Metal Cluster Hopper, it actually seems like he's like making a he's like struggling with the fact that he's going to become this form if he transforms more too, which is nice. Yeah. And it was cool to see, uh, Kento become Dr. Strange and this became like <laughs> an end game episode, episode 26. That is. Yeah. That he went through seeing all those different timelines and it just morphed him into a different person. Cause we're like officially almost halfway done now at this point. And like, it's like now more interesting stuff's going to happen. Like less characters get introduced. It's like more about like, let's, actually see what's going on and it's really cool um yeah it's definitely a lot of lot more stakes especially when slash had his uh his sword locked up and just seeing yeah. like him like just not being able to use it at all and just being more because he's a swordsmith so him not being able to use his own pride and joys was was uh very emotional let's talk about like um like an episode like 25 um there's a lot of great character material too like rintaro like i'm always talking about like how like a lot of these like these people are like first time actors and i was like he's doing such a good job with like his kind of awkwardness and making it seem like natural and like feed into how it was at at, like the start of the show like the way he was like upset at like toma like the way he was like reacting to may it like very much like fit the stiffness at first and like it just like felt like a natural stiffness you know Yes, it didn't. It didn't feel forced at all, and that, that that's the one thing that uh, I kind of like and dislike about Rentaro. But it's mm-hmm. just a 
like to show you how good the actor is because he's just so by the book that it's hard for him to just defy his orders, you know? So he definitely portrays that in his acting. And they do the most anime thing of like, um, May goes to bring the books back to him. Then like Toma goes to chase her. And then, um, what Rio says is men need to be men. <laughs> and it's like, ah, oh, yeah. Anime's here. <laughs> Love it. And that's what they do. You know, like they just have a full on like anime, like let's make people ship us scene. And like even May's into it. She's like, Oh, what's up? Yeah, you definitely have to have a ship in any show like this. Gotta have one. I do love how, like, Rintaro, like, the fact that they, like, established, like, a like a bit of a ship with, like, him and May early, it, like, does add, like, some tension to, like, his scenes of her now, too. Mm-hmm. No, um, what do you think about, like, uh, the whole conversation between, like, um, Rintaro, um, Rintaro and, like, Toma? In episode 25? Rintaro and, like, Toma are like yelling about like, Oh, will you save this kid? Like, Oh, like I don't know if I can or how, but I'm going to try. And he's like, Oh, like I hate that about you, but it's like what I love about you. Then like may starts blinking back and forth. Like, Oh, they're like praising each other. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. That scene was, uh, oddly comical, but <laughs> cause it just, this, it just shows how much like his, history and chemistry to have with each other. And, uh, for may to be there definitely made it more funny. But, uh, I have friends like that too. Like, Especially like gaming, like you get in an argument, like I hate you, I hate you, this snap. But at the end of the day, you know you're still friends no matter what. Um, and like this was Rintaro's episode, but some shout outs to Sora. Sora is like low key a really good child actor. Yo, I was hoping that Sora would somehow become a writer, but I'm okay with him just being like you know the side character. But that would be so dope. Yeah, he's like four, so it's a little young for a writer. But <laughs> you know, I'm saying know. like we can make it work. Yeah, you know uh and um just like the way he like has like the like dead dragon the dead dragon drawing and like talking about helping the kid i'm like i like love his dad just like being like this like big dumb positive dad is great yeah mr ogami is a very good character uh who do you think the kid is do you think it's toma himself the kid inside like the kid that toma needs to help in primitive dragon yeah um if i had to guess it's like the kind of weird like Master Logo split his good and bad parts and put the good part in the book mm-hmm. or like the trauma and like he's now all negative energy or like no or like all resolve. What do you think? I think it's Toma. Uh, I think it's a reflection of his younger self. And uh, with the lure, I'm pretty sure the girl that was balancing everything is Luna. <laughs> um but uh, we'll see how it pans out. After watching WandaVision and getting caught up in all those fan theories and speculations and being disappointed with the finale, uh, I don't want to get too caught up in theories and all this stuff. But that's what I think so far. No, a, a couple episodes, I said that there was going to be a, a dark saber who came with Luna and was protecting her and was the real Toma. And if that's not right, um, I'm going to flagellate myself with a leather crop or whatever like, what do you do just like but you do it on live really stream? tear my own back up yeah exactly just <laughs> run on live just like bah, bond lecture bond lecture <laughs> gotta put that on a patreon page as, as bonus patreon bonus flagellation just, yeah ah oh, just like leave those marks back there but <laughs> no um what do you think of like reka in this episode too because she kind of like 
pass are coming out like two here. Uh, to be honest, I wasn't really a fan of Rekha before these last two episodes, but I, I love her as a character now. Um, and I love her, uh, I guess, the thing that she has going on with the Master of Logos, like the little plan. Um, but she really was a force to be reckoned with these last two episodes. And I like that. Like, she never felt like she was, like, too OP. But she was at the point, like, she was, like, a seasoned writer. Um, and Some One Piece shit. Yeah, and if you get in her way, you're going to get fucked up. So I really I really liked her as a character. What do you think? There's definitely, like, that or, like, she felt strong but also not so strong that, like, was out of hand. Like, she was, like, keeping up with, like, the stronger people that we've seen. Um, and, like, it's, like, good when you get, like, a female writer who's, like, not by this point, like, pretty much out of contention for anything. But, um, yeah, like, there's part of me that's, like, I know fandom. <laughs> and, um women who love women and and like people who love women like in the way that you just like do on the internet and like on twitter and like on tumblr are gonna fucking love (laughs) how she was like portrayed like oh like fall to my heels and like putting on like her jacket or like even her like slapping (laughs) sophia and i was like damn there's some people are really happy right now (laughs) great performance for sure i barely caught it but apparently sophia like created a book that rake is trying to find which is why she's captured yeah i saw you read that in the notes can you go a little bit more in depth into that i missed that uh <laughs> i mean that was like very subtle right yeah like she like goes to sophia and says or like master loco says oh and make sure the true traitor's found who kidnapped sophia and then rake goes to where sophia is and says where's the book you made then slaps her when Sophia asks how her friends are. Mm. Okay, yeah. so that's when she got slapped. It's like super quick. Because we didn't see Sophia make a book. This is like a new, this is a very new piece of information. So I wonder what she's making a book for, to escape? I don't know. It's like another forbid, another forbidden book, or she's some kind of special magic person, right? Yeah. So probably gonna be somebody's power up, or maybe like how like primitive dragon gets control if I had to guess. And one other really cool like scene here is that Yuri goes to talk to Tassel about like um controlling primitive dragon and like Tassel just like I've got an appointment and pieces out. <laughs> That's great. Love that. Perfect. Uh and then there's that whole final fight scene where Caliber saves Rentaro and we get that reveal and what do you think about like the way this was this was revealed here and like how he showed up? Um, I would say it was a little predictable, but I like I said at the top of the pod, it was still uh it was still effective. Um I, I did like the reveal that it was Kento and I try to look at it as far as the POV as the, the main writers, you know, like the shock baggage that they had, like going through the loss of seeing Kento die and uh seeing him return as caliber, you know, taking the role of his father. Um, and pretty much looks more OP than his father ever was. So, um, I do like that Kento's back and I love that, that caliber suit. So, um, I'm a happy camper. And like, he's got like a fancy, like horse riding, like Darcy, like Jane Austen, like weird outfit on that, like got somewhere. I'm not sure, but who knows? (laughs) Somebody's definitely going to cosplay that. Yeah, definitely. And then that brings us to episode like 26 and, um, 
just what were your thoughts when we saw the future when we saw what Keto saw like his whole his yeah at whole the beginning thing. um like it, something about <laughs> this is the episode that started off with with uh, Toma dreaming right I, I think twenty five started with him like, okay. dreaming about like killing his friends then like. Kento saw the future this time and it looked the same. So that was a little bit more uh so that was a little bit more alluding to episode 26. Um but seeing the uh the future or the possible futures uh that Kento experienced was pretty pretty cool um to be honest. Um I really didn't knew know what was going on. I was trying to piece things together, didn't explain it later. But uh the fact that he's putting this whole thing on his back is uh is a feat that you know I'm not sure he's going to be able to accomplish, but uh, it's admirable. You know, like um, if you think that this is the only outcome that could happen to save the world, you know, more power to him. But I'm pretty sure there would be a way that he comes back to, you know, uh, our team and just you know ride the storm. But um, for him to experience all those possible futures and to see how grueling those experiences was after they ended just like this the the time he screamed and cried and i think the final one he was just laying in tears like just seeing that was very uh great cinematography and great acting yeah and like i loved all the like live die repeat like oh and this one we all got killed and this one we killed them and then our powers got taken away and then every scenario like it like almost seems like he tried everything and, and like nothing worked and it was like a lot of fun just to see like how far they'd go and just like a complete 180 because it was like okay like early on i think we were very critical of how many writers they had that like weren't doing anything yeah <laughs> and like just kind of getting wrecked mm-hmm. but here it made sense but no um and like the other big thing that happens here is that um we see tassel meet master logos but it's it's a new master logos and like he knew the old one was a better dude or something. Yeah, what do you think happened there? Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, died naturally or, like, died to continue a cycle or died to... or was killed by his apprentice. Something like that, maybe. Yeah, I hope they go more into depth about what happened to the former uh, master. The whole conversation is very interesting because, like, it's like we know they have history and, like, uh, like Tassel's old name is Victor. He's like, don't call me Victor. <laughs> and i'm like on twitter actually i'm like tassel tassel official wrote something <laughs> like um, oh man <laughs> they say history is like written by the victors but don't call me that or something <laughs> oh man people make a page for anything man yeah wow they say that history is written by the victors but tassel knows better but yeah, um, it's a lot of fun just like that. We see Tassel get taken out too. It's like, oh, damn, you could do that? You're allowed to do that? Yeah. Yeah, just, uh, I don't know about that. Put me on edge. <laughs> I just really like where this leaves us because like a lot of episode like 26 is just like the Kento is back by people reacting. Here's the future. And like, as you said, um, he steals Slash's sword up and just, yeah. He took that bad. Like, he was like, my grandpa made these swords. Like, this is my, like, heritage, my history. And he just was not there for that. <laughs> Hated that. But no, yeah. Oh, just what a good set of episodes, though. Yeah. Like, I'm looking forward to every Sunday to watch these episodes and just, or binge them right before the pot. For sure. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering, like, 
We still got two more riders to show up, I think, or one more if they use oh, the movie one. like new ones? Because there's 11 swords in the prophecy. Okay. I wasn't paying attention to that number. So That's what do we fun. think it is? Uh, if I had to guess, you think Luna comes back in an adult form? I, I think she has to, right? Yeah, like she has to be come back as an adult form. Um, so how many more we have left? Do you think she's a writer? I would think so. Do you don't think you don't think so? I don't know. I'm hoping they're not just like one in eleven is good enough. I hope they have like whatever yeah. or don't leave it. Don't yeah. leave it like that. Unless it's uh more uh, midget. Maybe that's a possibility. I could see um them. Uh, Kento became Espada or the the Lightning Rider, um, because his dad's powers were gone. I was like a traitor. So somebody else could become like a spotter. Maybe that's how they get their second female rider, like May or like a friend they make, like becomes like that. And then they have like two more dudes. Like, I don't know, like that might happen or somebody else becomes like him. A volunteer Sora as tribute. <laughs> He's still four. Give him a suit, man. <laughs> yeah, just, just do it. They have done that a little bit, like um, I love. I, I, not not to cut you off, but I love the the scene when he was like reading. His dad was like, "What? <laughs> you can read? <laughs> what you been up to?" <laughs> I love that scene. Sorry, I had to get that out the way. I forgot to mention. It no, it's good, and like he's like <laughs> proud too. Like as funny as it would be if he was like, "Where'd you learn that? Who taught you this?" Yeah, and just to, like it, it was just a good like payback from like when we first met him when he like, man, fuck these books. You know what I mean? And now he's like reading and shit. So that was cool. Well, like, what else can he do? It's COVID. He's like, I better learn how to read. <laughs> That's character development right there. He was the first character they developed. It was so <laughs> real for real, though. Like, he was like, him and Ogami was like the only people that was in the city for the longest. <laughs> Who else lives here? Yeah, it was like uh, one kid and his parents, and then they left. <laughs> just books. They're just, uh, um, yeah. What elements are left? Fire, light, dark, water, air. Wind is Ren, right? The Ninja Green Rider? I guess he's wind. Earth. Earth is Ogami, right? Yeah. We had smoke and insects. (laughs) If they want to throw like a curveball, they could do like time and just make like a really OP. Oh, that'd be dope. I like that. And that rider could like change change like if uh if they did the the wrong thing again wrong thing again like uh Kento's a vision he could just rewind it that'd be cool kind of like Dr. St- not about to say Dr. Stone like <laughs> Dr. Strange oh yeah uh, I'm wondering uh, what else what other elements are there moon metal? I guess if is it's there metal metal maybe wood wood okay yeah we're all thinking of like um wood would be what earth, are though, some right? things in like uh yeah like what are things and like bad free-to-play games is like what we're thinking like what what can you unlock there like what element were digimon <laughs> that's what we're doing yeah pokemon or digimon like what what what's going on is there a ghost type could be so the movie guy's immortal type which seems shitty immortal that's like that kid that's like oh yeah like my cape blocks all your attacks like what you're playing. Oh, um, okay. Two more swords. Let's say, let, let's each pick one type that we think is going to be 
the next writer. All right, you first. Ooh, shit. <laughs> you didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, it's reverse on you, like Uno. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> uh, another, we had smoke. We had sound. I'm going to say gravity. Ooh. Gravity. Gravity. I'm going to stick with metal. Gravity, metal. So Who I got to do one more? more? That's what I said earlier? Or am I cool? Yeah, sure. Try one more. Or like, I'll try one more. There's two left. Psychic ability? Like, okay. Like a side. Psy, okay. Could that be an element or no? Am I reaching? Oh, that could work. It's been kind of weird so far. That kind of I'm works. just trying to do like Pokemon, I know. <laughs> yeah. Like Psyduck. Maybe like um, fungus. I don't know. That's not really cool. Plant type? Plant? Yeah, plant. Okay. No, I think it's like the obvious ones are like moon and sun, but. Yeah, I, I think once they went insect smoke, I think the possibilities are endless. So. There is no strip. There's no reaching. Yeah, it's just gonna be a uh... so weird tangent. Like I was about to say, like fermented type, which yeah. But um, t- did you know there's like weird like if you live in a state where like weed is illegal, there's like weird hemp based kind of weed. Oh, it was. It was I heard of one. It was like three H three TH three H three or something like that. That might be like fake weed wholesale but there's like this thing called like ds8 or something that's like ds9 is delta in, 8 yeah delta yeah, 8 yeah okay yeah i've heard of that yeah like i like bought like a ton of that because i was like oh this is like really cheap How um it? <laughs> haven't tried it like i bought it um for like my girlfriend's like birthday coming up and like we're gonna try it there and like some gummies but it's like oh if it's made from hemp it's this one chemical isolated it's just like man just <laughs> Law sucks that we're doing all this weird stuff to avoid just like this harmless thing being legal, but just yeah, yeah TSA, few, that's my writer. Like a uh, like two years ago, I got into CBD and it was very effective, but I I got my medical marijuana court like a year ago, and I've just been straight up TAC since then. I'm legal though, so I don't, I'm not paranoid by anything. Yeah, and like my thing is like I think um people should be able to like get into something about getting into something like like well becoming like a hobbyist like Mm -hmm. you know and that's like a lot of the weird stuff like oh like here's this variant or whatever like oh like have you tried some oils like here like try like some like syrup yeah i haven't really tried the like weird stuff like that yet i'm just a cart smoker um some some uh some grass but just cart what's the thing that, that like you get that's like the tinctures yeah, like the tinctures, that kind of stuff. Just, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just but, afraid um, of that and just smack and not being able to move for hours. <laughs> yeah, and like sometimes <laughs> that'll happen. Like when like you're trying new stuff, it's like, oh, like here's like the special like mm-hmm. syrup. That <laughs> and you just can't move. You're yeah, stuck. yeah. No, like you like spend. So the first time I tried edibles, um, oh, I apparently spent 28 minutes eating a slice of pizza and burnt <laughs> my mouth at the same time. One slice. Yeah. Oh yeah, my like I, god! I burnt my mouth on it. That spent twenty eight minutes eating it. Wow! I'd have paid to see that. Now that was a good rough time. Just because, like, yeah, it's like I'm, my, I'm my kind of stuff. thing. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It's like how like you get like wine drunk and like beer drunk. It's like a different thing, and then you yeah. just like are like, oh yeah, it's like four cookies. I'm good, right? <laughs> What's a cookie? Owen, Owen, dare. Like those memes, these edibles ain't shit. And it's like hours later, and you're just like, whoa. 
I'm so excited for like the Snyder Cut though, because uh, we're gonna get fucking smacked for that movie and watch that. That's us though. Did you hear that spoiler thing about the Snyder Cut or no? No. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, I don't care. Okay, like skip ahead like a minute. Um, if you don't want like spoilers. So he added a cliffhanger to the movie, and they've said they're not making a sequel. <laughs> Why would he do that? <laughs> it's fucking... Now people are going to be demanding the fucking sequel. Come on, right? bro. Oh, my God. He did that show on purpose. <laughs> That's the funniest. It's That's all worth it troll, bro. Like, it's worth it because I want... I like the idea of people being mad at the company, but I don't want, like, a Twitter person to get harassed <laughs> for, like, running, like, a company social media. But also, like, it's funny that, like the hell that's gonna rain on them oh my god i saw um this, this uh tweet earlier it was like a gif a gif of someone celebrating it was like warner brothers uh countdown to when they don't have to hear people say release the snyder cut <laughs> they're like cheering <laughs> and then he leaves a cliffhanger that's wild i saw that um David Ayer, who made the first Suicide Squad movie, was like trying to like start up steam on that and just no, we're done. We're good. No. Yeah, we got better shit to do than that. Come on. Though I would love it if like we just like started the thing where like other directors got to like do cuts of people's movies. Like here's like the David Lynch cut of like Justice League. <laughs> well no, uh that's copyright or saber though. Say what? <laughs> Edibles are strong. Yeah, there Kamen we go. Watch Comrade eat edibles. Watch Comrade eat edibles. Yeah, <laughs> but no. Uh... You know what? Edibles is the the next element that's going to be released. Cannabis, <laughs> cannabis, the cannabis rider. I mean, I'm sure there must be some cursed like 2013 fan art of that. Common rider, cannabis. weed. <laughs> okay, weed people. Okay, there's a series where the monsters is weed people. Japanese superhero common rider arrested for meth use. Who's? But I'm not seeing anything right now. Oh, never mind. I found it. <laughs> Here we go. Are you ready for this? Yes, sir. Very good fan art. This is going to be the show art now, actually. <laughs> Look at that shit. There we go. Snoop? <laughs> yeah, it, it's Snoop Dogg is on the right. <laughs> <laughs> Next to the gold dude from a uh, cover rider black RX slash fast rider, cover rider black is in the center. Yeah, I don't Shadow Moon. Shadow Moon is on the right. Then cover rider ones on the far right. They're like all on like a red couch. It, it looks like in VIP. He's getting stoned. I know if I search cover rider weed, I'd find something. That'd be a dope four twenty episode. <laughs> Comrade 420 sounds like a character, though. It's like, it's like <laughs> oh, yeah, when it's that type of day. What do we think the next writer show is? Like, what? Yeah, where do I you... have no clue what they could do? Yeah, it's just like Saber is so left from uh, Zero One. I have no idea, man. I really can't call it. And like Zero One was very different from the previous show, but also like it's a simple concept compared to Saber, too. Yeah. Saber. Eventually, along the long run, became more in depth than Zero One was. No, it was like there's been years where it's like they're detectives, and then it's like, oh yeah, and then there's like 
this old king from like 800 years ago is the next season or it's like they're in high school they're a wizard <laughs> comrade of Gabe you know it's just like that kind of like year to year you can never know just what sounds cool maybe they'll do like a comrade or a They've done trains. They've done gashapon. What's a cool? What do kids play with nowadays? Fidget spinner. <laughs> I was about to say the same shit. Fidget spinners, uh, electric scooters, uh, drones, iPhones. <laughs> Honestly, I'm wondering. Like, we haven't had like a phone like rider for a while. Maybe like a drone rider, come rider drone. The belts is a drone. I don't know. <laughs> this all sounds bad. Like, it's all... yeah, we gotta put some more thought into this. Make it a bonus episode. It'll be some like random thing, like come right or like uh, what's that game? <coughs> where, like you catch that ball in a cup. Oh, I have no idea what it's called, but I know you're talking about kendama. Yeah, like kendama, like well, that kind of thing. But no, uh, that's my guess. Next come right or come right or kendama, and in like four months I'll go back and I like change this to like predict it, you know. So yeah, that is our thoughtful insight into into writing. And uh, <laughs> when uh, you're not being a thoughtful writer on weed and tokusatsu, where can people find you, James? <laughs> you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and YouTube under Copacetic Senpai. Where can they find you, Kip? Damn, Facebook. I keep meaning to go on Facebook. The net, like every time, I'm just like, ah, this is bad. I gotta get out of here. But no, uh, <sighs> I'm still part of the, the sheeple. No, uh, you can find me on uh, twitter.com at James Forge. You can find the podcast um, on Twitter, Instagram, um, as Come Ride With Me. There's ComeRideWithMe.com. Have some uh, written thoughts up soon, some more like detailed stuff. Um, there is um, ComeRideWithMe.com slash episodes for all our episodes. There's ComeRideWithMe.com slash merch for our merch. The proceeds from that are going to the Trevor Project. And yeah, um, please send in questions to podcast at carbonmarkby.com. We will see those. We will do fun stuff. We've had a pretty soon there's going to be something done with the requests. We primarily get requests and not questions. Like, hey, can you do this? And I'm like, yeah, we do that. And like uh, that kind of thing. But um, don't worry. Um, the big requests, the like big four or five, like, when are you going to do the new Power Rangers show? When are you going to do like this? Like, when are you going to do like more of that? It's all in the works. And yeah, um, please also rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It is really helpful uh, and helps us get to be important in, in, like, in other charts, not just Denmark and Ireland, which we love. But um, I'm trying to think. Um, next week, me and Steph look at um, Ultraman. Her first time, we're going to look at um, Ultraman Tiga episodes one through four and Ultraman Cosmos episodes one through four. And um, then the next time for me and Cubs of Senpai is coming to Saber episodes 27, 28. It looks like things are kind of ramping up from there. And then even beyond that, um, me and Steph after, after Ultraman are going on a journey. We are first going to be looking at three weeks from now, Gridman. And comparing that to Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, the American 90s show with like Matthew Lawrence and like a weird cast. Um, and then two weeks from that, five weeks from now, we are, going to, we are going to be looking at the Gridman anime. And by the time we finish that, we'll start looking at the second Gridman anime that starts in April, which is called 
SSSS Dinozone. So we will watch that as that's airing too. So what did we learn today, James? Um, <clears throat> that we're in for one hell of a ride with Saber. I would say that. Yeah. Watch Common Rider and um, I wish there was some saying about books and covers, but I can't think of one. I'm just me and Snoop and Common Rider Black were just Don't like judge too a fucking Common Rider show by its cover. I was gonna say book by its cover, but that didn't stick the landing too well. Did you know Saber's about books? Don't judge a book by its cover. Damn, it's about books. Off the first 16 episodes. <laughs> Watch Common Rider. There, um, there's an analogy in there. I just can't find it right now. Sometimes <laughs> it takes them about four months to get good. <laughs> <laughs>